0: Welcome to TC Realty's Nonsense Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Chamberlain, along with my co-host, Kevin Kolbach, and our great producer, Kevin 2.0. Let's get it. In this segment's going to be brought to you by Amber Mahoney and Ruoff Mortgage. We both used Amber in the past. Absolutely. We know her capabilities and how she can help first-time homebuyers refinancing just about anything that you need. Program-wise, she's our go-to person.
1: I send a lot of my clients to Amber. Uh, She's very easy to get a hold of. She's always responsive to my calls. And every client I have sent to her have given
0: nothing but good reviews back. Right. So let's get through the legal stuff for Amber. Um, Her NMLS number is 13526. You can reach her at 502 741 four six one two or amber.mahoney that's m-a-h-o-n-e-y at ruoff dot com. ruoff mortgage is an equal housing lender and member of the better business bureau nmls number one four one eight six eight this advertisement is not a commitment to lender qualifications are required and you let her know that tom and kevin sent you Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of TC Realty's Nonsense Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Chamberlain, along with my burping host, Kevin Hoback. How you doing, Kevin? I'm doing good. How's Jamaica? <laughs> oh, well, you're, I, you're yeah, actually here. I'm actually here. I wish I was in Jamaica right now, because I, I do leave in you know, a week or so. So Yeah, when you hear this podcast, he'll be in Jamaica. Yeah, that's I'll be in Jamaica. Was, yeah.
1: That's why. I've
0: seen. It. A little sunshine and a week's vacation of just relaxing and then... I come back and I got what, sixty days and then we go to Cabo.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. And then I, we
0: come back from Cabo and I got sixty days and I go on an Alaskan cruise.
1: That'll be a good one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we, I'm looking forward to these three little vacations that I've got set up.
1: And uh after Cabo I'll be I'll be your full time agent. Lord have mercy. I know that's exciting for you.
0: Can I ask for some unspoken prayers? <laughs> If you listen to the last week's episode. You got that little dig right there. Uh,
1: what time do I report to the office every morning? I, Eight a.m.
0: No, I hope not. I don't want to see your face every morning. <laughs> Why?
1: I thought I was supposed to come you, here. Just and come work.
0: in like once every two weeks. I thought I was supposed to come here to just work. for when you do the podcast. So, so this week here, I want to talk about because this is something I'm going through, and I know you're going through th- through one right now. Also, is the talk about a new building process when mm-hmm. you're building a new home. So you have a client now that's going through a new building process. Yeah, we're
1: just about done.
0: So I'm going to go into some aspects that I'm running into that I'm having to do. But I want you to talk about it as an agent representing a buyer buying a new construction. So okay. how, how's it working for you?
1: Well, it's I've enjoyed it because you kind of get uh, the agent or the the buyer really drives the process on that. Because you're kind of there, you know, they're very excited about picking out things. They're very excited about getting, you know, new, what floors, what cabinets, what, whatever. And sometimes they'll involve you in that. And sometimes they'll send you pictures of it, but you get to go through the whole process and how lengthy it is. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a, usually six, seven months to build a house. Mm -hmm. So I go over there once, twice a week, walk through the house, meet with them Mm -hmm. check in with them. Just, you know, you need anything. But um, it's totally different than just buying a house that's already done. It's it. a longer process. It's a much longer process, but it's an enjoyable process and it's less stressful.
0: It is because you know you don't really have an inspection report now. Mm-hmm. I would encourage everybody to still get an inspection on an, even a brand new home, right? Because you don't know the contractors that build or used, but you're not going to have well, you know, plumbing's just running right into the crawl space. Right. Like <laughs> you we know?
1: Well, but you're there to like- uh, Guide them. You're there to guide them through it. And then at the end, you're like, make sure that we get, you know, I'll start asking make sure he gets the the pamphlet for the builder's warranty. Because mm-hmm. any any bil- builder worth anything will give you a one-year builder's warranty with the house. Mm-hmm. And that often includes wh- right around the time the year's up, they will come back through the house- you you mark where any drywall mm-hmm. nails, mm-hmm. which happens. Oh, okay. it does settle in. I don't care who builds your house. Nope. I don't. You're going to have matter. drywall pops. Yep. You're going to have caulking that's yeah, going to Yeah, because the separate. ground settles. Yeah. And any builder that's any good. They'll do a punch list. They will do a punch list when you're in month 11 right. of that warranty. And then they'll come back in and fix all of that stuff. Paint chips, you know, that may have come up. Now, if you've punched holes in your drywall. <laughs> they're not
0: going to cover that. They're not going to cover that. Right, but if your you know, dog chewed through the through some trim,
1: right, or you know chewed up a baseboard or right. something like that. that's not covered. But things that are are those little you know things that just come with that. So I always make sure that that's in place.
0: Oh yeah, you. for sure.
1: But asking about the process, I've I I enjoy it. I've done two mm-hmm. uh, this way, and it's 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 always neat. And yeah,
0: I've done a few, and I, I've liked to you know, and I've had the two I two or three that I've done. I've um. Had the opportunity to help them pick out certain things, yeah, you know different- they're like, we can't decide
1: wife right. wants this, uh mm-hmm. husband wants this, what do you want? Mm-hmm. what do you think? Mm-hmm. and oh like, yeah, we're letting you you have a vote, and that's always kind of cool, oh, yeah, it's great, so you get to go through the process of doing that, but i um i it's always a good way to go. We've talked about it on other podcasts before we can help you through that entire process absolutely you can walk in the office and say we just want to build a house don't know where to start
0: it doesn't have to be a pre-existing home
1: no it don't you don't have to have a lot you don't have to have a builder Nope. you don't have to have anything nope we're going to find you all of that
0: and i'll tell you what i'm going through right now so me and beth are in the process of getting ready to break ground to build our last home Um, and we're building this all on one floor no steps nowhere I mean, not even a step to come in the front door or off the back porch. It's completely flat. Because we know at some point in our lives, steps won't be an option for us. So we don't want to be able to not utilize a certain part of the house. Um, you know, like my mother and father-in-law, now they have an upstairs and downstairs. My father-in-law turns just turned 76. He still gets around good, but how many more years will he be able to do that and get up and down steps? Right. When they can't do that, then they can't use that basement no more. That's why most of the time when you
1: have um, older clients, the first question you get is,
0: what floor is the laundry room on? You? Exactly. Exactly. So the process I'm into right now is, so we, we, we went about five or six months ago to a real estate auction here in Shepherdsville. It was an estate sale, and it was a 1.8-acre lot that had an old house, like a house from the 20s on it. And we bought it at auction. So we had the house tore down and hauled off. So now we just have a flat, empty lot. Um, I had to go through and have some utilities moved because they had some overhead power lines we had to have moved. Did not realize how expensive Salt River is when it comes to moving telephone pumps.
1: Mm, yeah.
0: So I found that out pretty quickly. You, why didn't you just have me do it? Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could have. It would save me some money.
1: Yeah, give me a shovel and you know, wheelbarrow?
0: So it was five thousand dollars to have. Oh,
1: I'd have done it for fifteen
0: hundred. That would have been a bargain. If you get another one, let me know. Okay, I will. So they um, they moved two telephone poles and, um, well, actually they didn't move them. They left them there and just took the wires off and set two new ones. <laughs> so now I got to have my excavator to take those down. But um, getting that done, then you know we we found the builder. We a friend of ours that we actually went to school with Matt Myers is using this builder out of Tennessee. So we had we used um a guy in louisville that does a lot of homorama homes as far as house plans so we met with them and and, and told him what we wanted and kind of had it drew up a little bit of what we were looking for and you know it, that process took us about about four weeks probably about a month because we went back and forth back and forth on, on the plans on the plans yeah because yeah.
1: your first your first plans the house was the size of the jefferson mall
0: well it's still pretty big <laughs>
1: Right. Well, no, I know, but it was even bigger because I had to listen to y'all fight in your truck about one of y'all going to have to give up <laughs> a bunch of square footage, either in her quilt room or your golf room right. or one so, of the two.
0: But really, the house is not big and comparable if you if you had a basement. Right, yeah. You, you know, but we're just doing it all on one floor, so of course it looks a lot bigger than if you did, you know, it's 5,300 square foot. But if you did that, you know you'd be at what you know twenty five hundred, twenty six hundred. Yeah, twenty six
1: hundred square foot house with a finished basement, right? And you just unfold it, and it's exactly. all laid out.
0: So because so it's not it looks big, and the footprint we put out there with the flags looks really big. But you know, in comparison to most houses, if it had a full basement, it wouldn't be. It'd be a normal size house.
1: Yeah, but most of them don't have a tram going from one end of the house. Either, <laughs> East wing is, and west yeah, wing. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, right. you can do. You can take the tram to the kitchen. Yeah. You
0: know, well, you know, and Beth, she's trying to design this kitchen and all this, and she's like, "Well, that's, you know, the refrigerator's got to be right here." I'm like, "It's not like you got to walk a football field to the refrigerator if it's on the other side of the mm-hmm. of the cabinets." So it's it's I don't know. We have a different thought process on that. Just why do you why do you even? Well, so so here was the deal. Why do you even argue? I was it? I was so against building. Okay. And you're building. Yeah, and I'm building. Okay, um, but I had two requirements that I had a big enough media room for a golf simulator right, and an in-ground pool. That was the two requirements that I had. I said, other than that, I don't care what you do. I don't care about colors. I don't care about yeah, style. I had this conversation with Shay all the time. She's Because we're remodeling we remodeling lake house, not yeah. that big. But she's like, what do you think about this color? I'm like, yeah. love it. And, you know, she suckered me in last Sunday to go to the towel shop. And I had to go do – I wanted to go to Sam's. And she's like, oh, while we're out – She had to go to Oxmoor Mall to return something. And she was like, and then we went to, uh, not to Aspen Creek, but um, Twin Peaks to eat lunch. And she was like, you know, that towel shop I've been wanting to is just like three-tenths of a mile down the road. So I was going to be a total ass if I didn't take her by there. So, of course, I went to the towel shop. And she was like, what about this and this and this? And I didn't care about any of it. She has a great eye when it comes to that, and I trust her. I just don't want no input, so don't ask me for no input.
1: Did you say that? Towel shop.
0: Tile. T i l e. I thought you said a towel shop.
1: I was like, what? What kind of towel shop are we getting into? That's less less. Ex- that's way less exciting than I thought it was. Yeah, right? no. It's just. I thought you were going into ceramic a,
0: towel. Okay. I thought. Didn't you think he said? T- see. You thought like bath towel. I thought you were going bath towel shop. No. No. I was like, that'd have been more exciting. <laughs>
1: I just didn't know they had a towel shop.
0: You know, and everything that she's ever done, as far as design, any remodels we've ever had, it's come out look beautiful. She's got a great eye for it, and a lot of people ask her to help them do that stuff. So it's kind of her niche, and I know that, so I stay out of that. But she'll still say, "Well, what about this color and that color and this style?" I'm like, "Sure."
1: Yeah, and then she
0: gets mad when I don't give my opinion, but I don't really have an opinion. I don't
1: care. I go through this all because, I mean, we've been doing our lake house for two years. Right. Now we built an addition on Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And we, then we got into it and decided to tear all the paneling out and drywall. She's painting and she, and Shay's the same way. Everything she has decorated looks great. Yeah. And I've told her that. Mm-hmm. I said, I don't have an eye for this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, don't even ask me. Whatever you think. I'm, and she'll I, be I'm okay with I kid you not, she sent me two paint colors for our bedroom. Mm hmm. Tom, as God is my witness, they were the exact same color.
0: Were they white? White. Yeah. <laughs> one was white and one was like- is I didn't toup- know there was 117 different whites. Is toupee a color? or t- toup- No, that's what you got to start wearing next year.
1: <laughs> right. I'm letting it grow out. Right.
0: <laughs> I can tell.
1: But, and it looked like white next to white. And she was like, I'm really tormented on which- which." Yeah. Dude. And I'm like-
0: So that's kind of our process. So Beth has handled all the interior and how it's designed and- Colors and, and all that good stuff. You're moving telephone posts. I'm moving telephone posts. I'm doing excavation. I'm getting all the bids because we're subbing it all our, at mm-hmm. ourselves. Um, you know, your average builder is going to call. You're going to save yourself probably $80,000 by subbing it out yourself um, because it's about what a builder will charge. Some are a little higher, some are a little less. And, you know, I know enough contractors that I'm not paying a builder $80,000 to do what I can do. Um. So you know, I've got the septic um, perk test done, and now I'm in the process. I had to get the, had to go up to planning zoning, which red tape is red tape is red tape.
1: And not to interrupt you, but yeah. going back to what you started this conversation, as realtors, we can help you with all of that.
0: Yeah, and yeah. you don't realize can that. You when help? You, can you do it for me? Is what I'm asking. No,
1: you. I can't do it for you, but we can point you to. Hey, yeah. If you're going to buy a lot, we'll remind you let's make sure this we'll put in a contingency Mm -hmm. let's make sure this perk test Mm -hmm. or if you've got city sewers on it Mm -hmm. you know which is fine we're going to make sure you get all your right permits Mm -hmm. point where you have to do the permits we can't
0: do it for you right
1: we're going to give you a checklist yep get get this get this get this and Mm -hmm. then we can help you with all that
0: so i'm just trying to go over kind of my experience and this is some of the things you're going if you if you sub out your own home you're going to run into the same thing here you know you're going to get your permits you're going to have to have a surveyor come out and do a t- he'll take your your blueprints and your lot and he'll position where the house has to go at you know you got to have that drawing to take the plan and zoning so i had to meet him out there today to get that from him then the septic guy met me out there so he flagged off where lateral lines were going to be did your house have to be on a at a certain spot on your lot uh it actually worked out where we wanted it it did work yeah. out where you
1: wanted. Mm-hmm. It. but you got to get that approved
0: yeah well yeah your surveyor has to say okay you have enough variance this you can, way you and, can put it here yeah um so, you know, and then the septic guy came out and flagged his stuff. He'll pull that permit tomorrow. He'll bring that to me in the morning, and then I'll go to planning and zoning and get my actual building permits. Because the contractor we're using is out of Tennessee, and he doesn't do turnkey, he can't pull permits. Because in order for the contractor to pull a permit, he has to start and finish it.
1: And that can get tricky because if you don't have your right permits. Oh, yeah.
0: You know, or or do your right inspections. you got to have your footer inspections. you got to yep. have your concrete inspections. You have to have your rough end. If you're doing underground utilities, you got to have those inspected.
1: We got lucky on a house we flipped one time because there was something done to the house, and it wasn't properly permitted mm-hmm. prior. Mm-hmm. So they come out and inspected it, and they passed it. But if they didn't pass it—
0: You'd have been in a world of trouble.
1: you had to tear it down.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, or have a licensed contractor. And co- I can't remember what it was. It was something to do with the wall. mm mm-hmm. um, and the only reason that we have to have it inspected is because it had insulation on it. Yeah. And it wasn't done prior to. Yeah,
0: it's it's tough when you're dealing with individual so, counties.
1: So much stuff you don't realize. So,
0: but here's the thing. Like, you know, like our friend Matt's building one out in Grayson County. Yeah. They don't have permits to pull.
1: Uh, no. Have, He's
0: building a brand new home, and the only thing he has to get inspected was plumbing, which is a state thing. Sure. And electrical. That's it. Yes, yeah, the only all, he didn't have to have footer inspections. He didn't have to have any other inspections.
1: I mean, uh, we're doing our remodel in Grayson County. Yeah, and it's just basically long free as fall. As just don't fall down. Yeah, don't yeah. fall down.
0: I mean, it's crazy, and they don't have zoning out there either. So mm-hmm. you know, you may be in a neighborhood, a, a lake neighborhood, and next thing you know, somebody's building a, a Dollar General store in your neighborhood <laughs> because you can. <laughs> And don't give anybody any idea. Right. So, you put that out in the universe, it's going to
1: happen. <laughs> it might be handy. Well, you know, when you take come the in, golf cart right around the corner of the Dollar General, when you come into our subdivision at mm-hmm. uh, Nolan Estates, the first house you come past at the T used to be the neighborhood grocery store.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And now it's a house. Yeah. And they didn't have to change the residential on that. No,
0: there's no zoning. No. So, you know, you don't have commercial versus residential. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I had to go pull the PVA on mine because I couldn't remember, and indeed didn't show up. It was R1, R2, whatever it was. So I had to go to planning and zoning and get that, and then it come to find out it was R4, mm. um, which means I can have a mobile home park there if I want to. So Beth was not big on that because I thought about just doing that for investment, just turning
1: them. Why not? <laughs> right. So I like the sound of that.
0: So, yeah, just keep in mind, if you're building, there's a lot of things that go into it. If you're going to sub it out yourself, we can guide you in the right direction with the with the many and many contractors that we know that will treat you right. Um, and then, you know, if you want to go with a builder that does a turnkey where you just walk in when it's all said and done, we can help you with that, too. Yeah. Yep. You know, we can do it all. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. This segment's brought to you by Ray Hill Home Inspections. So I've got
1: to know Joe a little bit. Um, I know you know a little better than I do. Know
0: Joe for years.
1: I got to thinking about, he said on one of our podcasts that he used to be a real estate agent. Yep, he did. And he has background in uh, home improvement, so building houses and stuff. He's got a contractor's license. And that has got to be something. So talk about how important that is and how different that separates him from other home inspectors.
0: Because I don't know any other home inspector, and we've used a lot of good ones. Sure, sure. But I don't know any home inspectors that has... Can wear these hats. Right. A real estate agent, a licensed contractor, and a home inspector. It
1: gives you a different
0: eye to what you're looking at. It does. So he has a little more empathy mm-hmm. for our clients. Right. Um, as, as a contractor, he knows what he's looking for as far as how he would have built it. Yep. And then as a home inspector, you know, he's doing his due diligence and checking it off. Now, I haven't got nothing but great feedback from clients because he will walk them through every step right. of what he does. So we're proud to have Joe as a sponsor on the TC Realty's Notion Podcast.
1: Yeah, I definitely look forward to uh, to using him some more and you know, as I go down the road.
0: So Joe, how can somebody get a hold of you if they're getting ready to buy a house or maybe they want to do one of those pre-selling inspection process? What's a good number to get a hold of you? Our office number is 502-208-9082. Okay. Uh, we could, you could text it or you can call it. Uh, we have a website. It's Ray Hill Home Inspections with an S dot mm-hmm. com. We have a section on there. You can just leave something and we'll get a hold of you that. Or you can call, if you can't get a hold of that way, you can call my personal cell phone number. It's 502-299-4106. And uh, just tell them that the uh, TC Realty family sent you. That's
1: right. Folks.
0: Hey, guys, welcome back to TC Realty's Nonsense Podcast. We're going to get into Kevin now. He's got everything adjusted over there (laughs) with his headset and his glasses and his toupee. It's all set now.
1: For the record, we've got new headsets, which is awesome. You got to bring your mic up. They're much better. But see, you got to do stuff like like that. Well, if you were
0: prepared when we started, you wouldn't have to do that.
1: Yeah, but we look like airline pilots.
0: Well, yeah. Which is good. Or we look like... um, Doing play-by-play. Play-by-play. Yeah.
1: Which uh, brings Jay Billis. To, yeah, right. Love Jay
0: Billis. <laughs> um, which
1: I I didn't get to this on the last podcast just because we ran out of time. But um, if you didn't listen to our podcast that we did with our new uh, sponsorship that we have with Bellarmine, mm-hmm. uh, it was a really cool experience.
0: Man, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. We got to uh, go to Freedom Hall and sit uh, alongside, watch them practice. Mm-hmm. After the practice, the entire team comes over. Mm-hmm. Introduces themselves. Mm-hmm. Just a great group
0: of girls, mm-hmm. which I thought was really awesome. That I didn't even expect that I come, come over. They like, just Thank you come for over and, and said,
1: "Thank you for being here. We yep. really appreciate and you." And I
0: think that's a testament to the coaching it's staff. It's
1: Definitely. And when you talk to the coach, you learn that real quick. Mm-hmm. But we, um, um, it's a joint partnership that you started mm-hmm. with, with them, and we got to uh, interview uh, Hope, mm-hmm. who was uh, Bullet County, County girl, Bullet County girl, and then. Uh, uh, the player I Mo Reed. Mo
0: Reed played at U of
1: L and then we got to interview the coach and she was great.
0: Oh coach Duggan's the I real mean, deal.
1: you can really tell why people wouldn't want to come play for her. Yeah. But it's it's really neat because in a world of N I L and these girls are division one, just like anybody else. Just
0: getting to division one.
1: Getting to division one. But they don't get the pub that the boys team no, do, or any of your other schools do. Right. And you can tell that when they interview it mm-hmm. When we interviewed them and just being there, they were so appreciative of that because of that.
0: Well, yeah, and you know, I've been around the coaches here for a couple months now, and I've just every time I have any interaction with them, I'm just super impressed with them. Yeah, and this is what I
1: would ask you uh, if you're if you have a business and you listen to this. Those girls are able to do NIL. Days. They are, mm-hmm. you know, and and they, a lot of them have big following on Instagram. They and, do, and they don't have big NIL departments. So, you know, there are ways to get in touch with them. They all handle it themselves. Yes. (laughs) That's the great part of it. You can – there's several ways you can get on the Bellerman. I'm sure, and reach out to any of them. You can call
0: me at 502-905-5065, and I'll get you in touch with Coach Dugan and, and she, she can help you yes. get with any player that you want.
1: And these they they would love to do that and you'd be happy to it'd be her. a lot
0: cheaper than going to a, a state university in yeah. NIL do.
1: Yeah, because there's it all goes to them. Yeah. And you work directly with them. Right. You don't have any red tape or you don't have that tape. management
0: company that's dealing no. with it all and setting prices and no. all that kind of thing and so, that and that would mean the world to them. So, uh I, but here's the thing. We walked into Freedom Hall, and we and none of us had been in Freedom Hall since for years. And what was your first impression after all these years walking into Freedom Hall?
1: It's way smaller than I remember my first Skid Row concert. It's not smaller. It holds 18,000. I know, but it just doesn't. Didn't it feel tiny? I, it felt like a high school arena. It did. Compared to, I guess, what it's moved to. But I remember you know, going out there before, and it was just like... All the legends that have played through there yeah. and things like
0: that, it just seems so tiny. Monster truck shows. Monster truck shows. The fair when they would have the bouncing cars or lowriders.
1: Yeah, because Freedom Hall has always smelled like burnt popcorn and cow
0: duty. And cigarettes. And cigarettes. Yeah, <laughs> you smell smoking there. Right. Which is crazy. Yeah. Crazy nowadays. That. But just think of the legends that have been through Freedom Hall and did concerts there.
1: Yeah. I mean, especially, you know, in the last po- podcast, we were talking about Toby Keith. You yep. think about all those 80s. Country
0: concert. 80s and 90s when they had them all there. Between there and the old Cardinal Stadium before they tore it down? Garth Brooks, I think, holds the record there.
1: He did four shows mm-hmm. uh, Thursday through Sunday. See, and sold out. Trailer
0: them. Trash couldn't do that. All of them.
1: <laughs> well, she sold out Papa John's or whatever whatever y'all call it now. Yeah. L&N.
0: No, Beyonce yes. was at L&N.
1: No, my, uh, Macy and Shay oh, went okay. to L&N. Oh. Well, it was Papa John's at the time. Yeah. But it, it's been, I think Macy was like. Seven. So it's been eight. a while. Yeah. Yeah. And she did, uh, oh, she only does stadiums now. Right. That's all she does. She's doing one in Japan before she comes back to the Super Bowl. Well, good for her. Hopefully they her. keep her. You, you can hear all about Taylor Swift on the Wise Podcast. You you don't have to have to go back to that one. So, um, we went to a, uh, U of L basketball outing. It was we did. Neat. Yep. We did. Uh, you had got a suite through our ticket guy.
0: Yep. Sean Kennedy. Big shout out to him.
1: And, um, I, I took a lot of riff for going to see a global game at, at a suite, but I got to tell you, I, how do you, you, you can't pass up that. It's a pretty good experience. I mean, life's all about experiences, and right. I'm like, how many times am I going to get to go watch a basketball game sitting in a suite? And they won, and they scored over 100 points. I did that and didn't watch it. It was the night UK lost Tennessee. Oh, yeah, we had that game on in, yeah. inside, which yeah. w- which was, you know, something. But it was a nice little setup we had. No, it was very cool. I mean – when Tom texted me about it, he's like, Hey, you wanna go to the Louisville game? I was like, eh. He was like, It's in a suite with free food,
0: free food and beer. I was like, Yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I don't see why I shouldn't be able to do that. Right. So but th- it was a good time. We had twenty one people there. Yep. Um, mix and match, had some agents there, had some family, had some friends. Um Yeah. It was a good time. I yeah. actually ran had to go to the restroom, which is right across the hall from the suite, and I met the urinal and I look over and the athletic director Josh Hurd's there. I'm like, what a funny place to run into the AD. He said, "AD's got a P2." I'm like, "Good point." So, did you talk to him while he was peeing? We talked. We had a conversation. See, uh, this is—is is that awkward? You want to
1: put this on 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 pet peeve list? Is that awkward? You don't talk to anybody at the urinal. Well, well I mean, did I you just, space the urinal out like, or did you? It just was just go,
0: two urinals. We just side by side. You I mean, sure? We weren't touching shoulders or nothing. But
1: no, I'm just saying. But here's like, there's a process when you approach
0: the urinal. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, let's say there's five.
0: Yeah. There was not five. There was two. Well, I'm just saying so you understand
1: well, where I'm coming
0: from. I understand, I the, space two, I understand the spacing you, you, If there's five and they're open, guy one starts at three. What happens if you're in Allen Stadium and it's a trough? Well, that's what we have at Kroger. <laughs> you just
1: – I mean, you try to space it out the best you can. You can't, can't space no, it out. Everybody's
0: squeezing in beside you. It's eyes straight ahead sword fighting are y'all sword fighting at no you just
1: look straight ahead you don't do that well, you don't talk to the person next to you like you did well if mitch barnhart was next to me at the trough he would not be the
0: troll if, if mitch barnhart that. was next to me at the troll, i wouldn't be like what up mitch well the way it started was i looked over and said what a funny place to run into the ad and he asked me how i was enjoying my experience now how are you are you looking straight ahead or are you looking at him oh straight ahead so you're not looking at them, no, which is rude. We're just having a conversation. But you're looking at the wall. Yeah, but it, that's just guy You code. and I are you, having a conversation right now. And we're looking at each other, but we're not. We don't have our things in our hands. <laughs> it's a difference. Yeah, I, I get that. So you know, and then you know, he asked how it was going. I said, "Going great, man. I could see the light at the end of the tunnel." And he was like, "Glad to hear you say that." And we washed our hands and we walked out and went to so, a separate ways.
1: So what happens if you're talking uh-huh. and one, and you get done peeing? Okay. And he's still talking. I you, guess I'm going to stand there and just wait. That's what I'm saying. That's that's weird. Just don't strike up a conversation with some guy while he's peeing.
0: Just let I, it be. I normally wouldn't a, a normal person, but he is the little athletic director. But he's, just a, he's a dude. He he's had, a dude. He has the same dude code that we all go by. But we were just having a friendly conversation. And my thing is, why does it bother you so much? Because it's unnecessary. It's not like he was looking over the divided stall from me. <laughs> Talk, talking, talking athletics while he's looking. It's not like when you walk into Cracker Barrel and you whistle and you're hoping somebody whistle back. Just let it go till you wash your hands. You whistle when you walk in the bathroom? No. Yes, you do. Why did I ever tell you that story? <laughs> oh, he goes into every truck stop and whistles real loud when he walks Just, in. <laughs> if anybody ever whistles in the truck stop Kev, get out. <laughs> but. We'll do that on the uncensored podcast.
1: <laughs> what I'm saying is finish peeing, then when you're washing your hands, go, Hey,
0: how's it going? Well the, the where the sink was and the urinal was is Did you did you shake hands, walk into the wash your hands? We did not. You, you didn't like No, I washed my hands and I left and he came in behind me. It was just one sink. But he, it was a, it was a it was a fun time, the whole the whole suite experience was a fun time. We met at O'Shea's to begin with. Had some appetizers, had a we few did. drinks.
1: O'Shea's was nice. It was
0: nice. So let me ask you this question, then we'll put this to bed.
1: Okay. If there's five urinals and okay. you walk in, I'm at urinal three. Okay. Which one are you going to? One or five. One or five. See, you, you at least know that. You don't walk up to two.
0: Okay, but there's two urinals. Well, I understand that. But the whole purpose of that is so you don't have to talk to anybody. You walk your, But we didn't have that option. I know, but when he left, he went
1: back to wherever he went, and he was like, I just had to talk to some dude at my well, office. At the urinal, he goes. He walked in there and he said, "We need to get personal bathrooms in here,
0: so I don't have to talk to people while I'm peeing." Yeah, I think you're crazy. I'm just telling we're just you, having you? a nice little basketball conversation, you know. And, and my thing is, I give I give the university so much money a year. If I want to talk to the AD at the urinal, I'm going to talk to the AD I, at the I urinal. I
1: understand that, but that doesn't break guy. You broke guy anyway. What are we? What are we doing with Kenny? Is Kenny staying? Is that, now? Is,
0: is that the next topic you well, went no, from? No, it was our Louisville basketball outing and are we keeping Kenny? Oh, we're definitely not keeping Kenny because you know, like I said, when I said I can see the light at the end of the tunnel, he was like glad to hear you say that.
1: Th- you know what that was? What? That was code for okay. Stop talking to me.
0: No, we and then he and then he we just kept on conversating back and okay. forth. I mean it lasted forty five minutes. Uh, I There's I nothing just, weird was, about that. <laughs> say you were gone <laughs> the whole second half. Right. So, that's what I was wondering. No, um, you know, what a disaster we are in, in that basketball program right now. You know, you Harsey Miller its out, which he never played anyway, but hip injury out for the rest of the season. J.J. Trainer is out for his shoulder surgery. Um, you had um, – Who'd you have? Who'd who'd we have out this week here? For I didn't even see that point guard. Yeah, he Sky was at Clark. Sky Clark was out for, for a, I think he rode his ankle or something. Um, in the first half of DePaul, maybe or well, at least we got to see a bunch of Zane Payne. Zane Payne, what a what a joke! I mean, the dude has played. I've seen the stat. I think he's played a total of like I don't know sixty something minutes. And he's got zero points, zero rebounds, zero assists, zero blocks, but a bunch of personal fouls. He has not contributed anything. I think because Kenny knows he's not going to be here next year, that he's going to put his kid in, just let him get some PT.
1: I think if I played 60 minutes of basketball in a
0: college game, I'm probably not going to score. I think I'd get a rebound or an assist somewhere. I think I could score a little. I mean, maybe two points. I mean, that's not too much to ask for in 60 minutes, I don't is it?
1: Know. I mean, what are you going to
0: do, post somebody up to the old man YMCA? Jump no, home? I'm, I'm going to catch a uh, an errant rebound and, and just toss it up and hope <laughs> it goes in a bunch of times. Okay. It's, I, one of them's got a
1: ball. I think you could play 40 minutes in a college basketball game and not even get the ball to touch the rim. It's very possible. Yeah, I think that's yeah. that's how good I think. Oh, these, these, athletes, these yes. kids are. Yeah,
0: but but come on, sixty minutes, and you're a Division one player. Well, that's what I'm saying. I
1: I think I could at least fall into maybe an assist. You're right. So I could lob one up to Aaron
0: Bradshaw or something. He would miss it. I mean, no, he, he wouldn't
1: dunk it. That's that's yeah, a bad he would it.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, J- uh, Shepherd, I can lob one up to him. Yep. He might catch it. So,
0: so no, I don't think Kenny's around. No, there's. Who knows? You get into the coaching carousel rumor mill about who's coming, who's not, you know. So you don't really know. I mean, there, I got two or three that I'd like to see him really go after. It's really two. Chris Beard, a muscle man, I'd like to see him pursue. Um, both of them have decent buyouts that, that could happen. So I don't know. We'll see. It's March Madness right around the corner. Man, I can't wait. We should be in Vegas for March Madness. It's the best time of the year to be in Vegas.
1: I give you three teams, one of them is going to win the
0: title. Who is it? Do you know yet? Mm. It's hard. That's hard to pick. Right now, it is, man, because there's it's it's almost been like like Kansas got beat by Kansas State the other night. See, I would have said Kansas, North Carolina, and Houston. That would have been my pick. Houston has not played nobody, and it showed that when when Kansas beat the fire at of them last Saturday.
1: Was it Kansas that beat yeah. them? Yeah,
0: and and that shows you that Houston and UConn have not played nobody. I don't like UConn for some odd reason, um, but. Houston was down like eighteen or twenty points at one point. I mean, they're they're not that good. But everybody, I mean, Kentucky beat North Carolina. Yeah, they so didn't be I Kansas. Mean, right? But almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, at, was that at Kansas? Yeah, it was at Kansas. I, you know, I don't think Purdue's all that. I think if you take their big white boy out of the middle, they yep. have nothing. It's not going to
1: be Purdue. They, they always they were a
0: sixteen-one loss last year. They always choke in this first or second round. Sixteen-one mm-hmm. last year, first yeah. time ever. I you know it's I think this year is probably one of the more uncertain years that I can remember. It'd be a fun tournament. I it's going it to be because
1: I've always made the case and I stand by it the, the tournament is overrated for picking the best team every year. It just yep. doesn't if every series was a three-game series, he gets on. A, they get on a run, but see that's what I like about it. Mm-hmm.
0: It's fun, you know. I I just I think it it could be. You, I think it, North Carolina. If, if I had to pick three, I think North Carolina would probably be one of them. Um, I think they're playing better now than they had been um, when UK beat them. I mean, they were playing good when UK beat them. They were a good team then, but I think they kind of jailed some more now. I think Kansas is always dangerous. Bill Self is always dangerous, um, but I think your normals like your. You know, your Dukes aren't going to be there. Your Michigan State's aren't going to be there. Michigan State always shows up somehow. Man, they're horrible this year. I know, but they always seem to uh, show up one way or another. You know, and any team can catch fire and get in a good draw. You know, if they get in a good bracket and a good region, then they can catch fire. Boy, they can really get off on somebody. Hmm. Well, all right. Um, Hey, before we jump to the next one, did you see what – what college team was it today that is forming a union and the judge approved it for their basketball players? They're now they're full-time employees because they're full-time employees? A co- Well, it's, I, an, it's an Ivy school. Um,
1: who was it? So I know that they're trying to uh, get Congress to fix NIL. No, it's had nothing to do with Congress. No, I know, but this yeah. is one yeah. of the ways they're trying to do it mm-hmm. is to start forcing Congress's hand by making
0: – you know, making them employees. Well, this judge ruled today, and I only caught bits and pieces, and I'm going to have to go back and read the whole article because it fascinates me, but is it Duquesne? I think it was Duquesne. That sounds like that would be one of them. Yeah, Duquesne, they they were considered now full-time employees, and and they had a big thing about Rick Pitino had a response to it because one kid wanted to practice, but he was out of NCAA allowed practice hours per week. And he said, well, I'm an employee now. I can – Probably whatever I want. want. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. We'll see how that goes. But yeah, I mean, I think a federal judge deemed them to be full time employees.
1: Yeah. And they're, which
0: opens Pandora's box. Well, that's why this is going
1: to force Congress to make a law. Congress ain't, they're going to have to. If you don't regulate college basketball in five years, it's going to be the NBA. It's already getting there. I, I mean,
0: you you know now you're you're probably gonna have you know a free agency. I'm fine with players getting paid. They should, bro. Really. They should get paid. I don't. It's a university's not. gonna make that much money off their likeness.
1: But what you're gonna do is your uh your wealthier schools are going to dominate. And the best thing about college basketball is you know the smaller teams and and the I and see like that. So I, I see don't
0: know. I see potentially in the next five or ten years that you have eighty. Powerhouse schools, and the rest of them don't even have basketball programs. They play club ball. I don't even know if you have eighty. You know, I think you have 80, 60, 70 to eighty, and then the rest of them they won't even have a basketball program. They'll have club ball.
1: Well, they'll just start their own. Yeah, start their own yeah.
0: NCAA. Yeah, NCAA is a joke anyway. But you can't get Congress to do nothing, man. So if they're waiting on Congress to fix something, that should happen in about sixty-five, seventy years. Yeah. Well. So
1: this Photoshop site you sent me that's on Facebook is eating up way too much of my time. Did you? It, when did you send me that? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I cannot stop going through that. If you haven't seen it,
0: it's are a, you putting people's pictures in there?
1: No, I haven't put anything in there. I just get on there when somebody will post a picture and say Photoshop me somewhere, mm-hmm. and then you go into the comments. It's the greatest thing. It's
0: hilarious. It's the white couch. If you haven't
1: seen it. It's a, a Facebook group that you send them a picture, and they will professionally Photoshop you anywhere that you want to be. So look into it, go into the feeds, and just look at what they do with some of these pictures, and you'll thank me later. Now, some of them are cool because mm-hmm. it'll be like somebody will like, find a 1920s folded-up pictures of their mm-hmm. grandparents, and they'll actually
0: fix it. But some of them are beyond hysterical. It's, it's, have you seen it, Kev? 2.0? Have you seen it? Oh, man, it's the... I just happened to across it one day, and it was like you got to be kidding me, it's, man!
1: It's becoming one of the biggest uh, Facebook sites on on Facebook.
0: Is it? Yeah, because so many people are now
1: starting to find it. I mean, there's. It's you,
0: funny, man. And some of these Photoshoppers are like professional Photoshop people.
1: They're like, I don't know how they do it. I know. I don't know how they do it. I thought it. you were going to put a picture of somebody in there. No, I well, I might. I will. I'll do it. I'll do. it. I'm gonna take that picture for, yeah, yeah, but no, I need to just to see what they could do with
0: it. Oh, dude, that would be so great. I have, I bet you get a white couch. Yeah, I guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs> and if you great. go, if you go follow the site, you'll know what I mean by a white couch. Yeah. So that was just, I just wanted to point that out. Really. Oh man, it's, that is that's a pretty cool place.
1: All right, so I've got a uh, Reader's Digest recently listed. Our state as the thirtieth funnest state in the country. So thirty? Thirty. Of it's the, not very good. No. So my uh challenge to you is I've got the top six here. Mm-hmm. Funnest states in the country.
0: Nevada's gotta be one, two, can you three. Get,
1: can you get five? Nevada. Number six
0: mm-hmm.
1: was Nevada. So what five do you think? And if you think about it, it's pretty easy now that Florida. I look at it. Florida's three. California. California's one. Mm-hmm. Your favorite. Mm-hmm. New York. New York's four. Mm-hmm. So I've already got my five. No, you got your. Well, Nevada was six. You're missing two obvious ones uh, Louisiana. Louisiana because of uh, New Orleans was five. Mm-hmm. Yep. And number two.
0: Number two.
1: Which I wouldn't have put this as funnest, I guess, but probably the most. It's probably the second most traveled state. To visit
0: second most trap texas no florida is probably number one i would think florida was yeah but probably for visiting wise, yeah I th- but i don't think
1: california would be too i mean you're just not thinking off the mainland hawaii
0: uh yeah okay but
1: but i've never been i've been
0: to florida I, i've never been to hawaii
1: of these states i've been to florida yeah I was in New York when we went to Buffalo. That right. wasn't fun. It was definitely not
0: fun. And uh, I've been to Vegas. Yeah, I've been to Louisiana. Um, I've never been to California. I'm going this year to see the level play Stanford. Oh, that's right. Um, they play out there? Yeah, at Stanford. Hmm. Um, but that'll be my probably one and only attempt to go to California. Yeah, I want to go to New York because I know you have no interest. In, Zero. I mean, you're, like, your your liberalism. I would like for you to stick nails in my eyes instead of going to New I'm York. I'm not talking about how we went to New York. That was terrible. No, but I'm I, talking about just New York, and especially New York City. I, I just want to. See, you ever been to New York City, Kev? Have you ever been to Louisiana? You've never been to New Orleans? uh uh-uh. Oh, man.
1: No. No, when I'm. I love Louisiana. When I leave Ford, there's four or five of these places I want to go to.
0: You know, you can catch a. Really cheap flight from Louisville direct flight to New Orleans, man. It's it's something else. I don't. There I room. have no
1: interest. I mean, California would be cool because it's on the on the west coast. West coast.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I'd like to do that. Mm-hmm. I've never really wanted to go to Hawaii. I've been to Florida. You New know, York.
0: I've had some friends and family go to Hawaii, Hawaii, and they talk about just how expensive it is because everything's either flown in or shipped in. Yeah. Um, but like you know, if you go to McDonald's here and get a Big Mac combo, it might be what nine dollars now or eight dollars or something over there it might be sixteen dollars it can't be any worse than key west. <laughs> expensive I think it, west i think it's higher than key west wow but key west man is worth every penny oh yeah i would, I would go every year to Key yeah. West. we need to plant replan that again yeah because yeah. key west is just solid man yeah we've done
1: the drive twice so we just need
0: to I fly, fly in. right into key west i don't want to drive no more yeah yeah that's three hours i can be in that one bar <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah catching helicopters yeah yeah the garden of eden yeah
1: yeah so that's on another podcast that you can go back and listen to just go back to our podcast and we talk about uh our key west trip yeah our key west trip i believe it's probably on
0: the um the information part of the
1: podcast yeah, so you'll is. be able to find it but we yeah. went to an interesting
0: bar there that um but i would definitely rent that same airbnb we had yeah the pool. it was nice the pool the pool water we went there like the hottest had ever been in key west and the pool water was 94 degrees yeah it was a little warm. it's like being in a hot tub <laughs> it was like being hot without the jets yeah so it's worth going just to go to the park i mean just that whole atmosphere man yeah. there's just everybody's so laid back and there's just no nobody cares it's just a fun time
1: and that's why ride
0: I- ride golf carts everywhere drink and drive yeah. golf carts i mean it's all legal
1: that's why Jimmy Buffett put his roots down there. Yeah,
0: good for him. Right? Yeah. That's another legend gone. Oh, that's... that's. We talked last episode about Toby Keith and Jimmy Buffett, boy. That's two good ones gone. Yeah. Yeah. Live the life, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure they enjoyed every bit of it.
1: Uh, did you see that you can now get a tiny house on Amazon?
0: Kind of like back in the old days when you order a house through Sears and Roblox catalog? Yeah. Really? But
1: this, they literally basically just deliver it. So a guy... Uh, I saw a TikTok video where a guy bought one and it was $26,000, mm-hmm. paid for it on his credit card. <laughs> get points. So it's, yeah, it's a way to get around a mortgage, I guess, mm-hmm. and had it delivered, and it is sort of cool. Hmm.
0: So, yeah. Like a one bedroom, like kind of a loft yeah. thing? It
1: looks like the tiny houses, but it's in a damn Amazon box. They bring it up on a truck and it looks like the exact same Amazon box. Right. And then, I they, mean, does it have
0: like the kitchen and plumbing and all yeah, that? Yeah. I
1: mean, you've got to set all that stuff yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And but It's all
0: pre wired or pre-wired and all that. Everything
1: is pre-set up.
0: Nice. The, even for the,
1: twenty-six thousand dollars. Twenty-six thousand dollars. This guy got this. I mean, it's not huge or nothing, but it's if you had like a lake property, you know, that you camp out in tents or Tell something. Tell me like why that. the
0: government couldn't buy a million of those and set up somewhere for the disabled vets that are homeless. I don't know. Wouldn't that be an op- an awesome option for yeah. them? Yeah,
1: or maybe Amazon owner who's got two hundred billion dollars. Yeah, Jeff Bezos can come off a billion and yeah. send those.
0: That'd be great. But yeah,
1: so you can find it if you get on TikTok. I'm going to check it out. Yeah, he shows it getting delivered on the truck, and they set it up, and he walks through it. And I'm like, and literally, you put it in your cart, <laughs>
0: just like you do if you Does, were buying. Do they have it prime, or you get it in two days or less?
1: I'm sure he didn't get it in two days, <laughs> but he his video is like, um, I just randomly bought a tiny house on twenty six
0: thousand dollar tiny house. Yeah,
1: and then he like chronicles the delivery of mm-hmm. it and
0: I'm setting it up. It's it's
1: pretty neat and I'm like, man, this is where we're going. You can now get a damn tiny house on
0: Amazon. But you could been you could be doing that years and years ago with Sears and Robot catalogs. You could order a whole log home. Yeah. Now it was It'd in all pieces, you had to assemble it, but you got the whole house. This, I think,
1: they take a box knife and cut open the box. Here you go, windows and all doors ready to go. <laughs> they just set that's it pretty down. awesome. Yeah, so that's where we're coming, and I'm just like, Golly. good night. It's it's
0: this world, boy. It's needs to slow down a little bit.
1: I want so we ought to get into this and start a uh, TC Realty Tiny House Division.
0: Negative. Build them out here. We got to master big real estate first. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> well. We got ways to go. On right,
0: that. I mean, this this market changes so much; it's hard to keep up with it. Build invest- them in the garage, <laughs> right out there.
1: Yeah. yeah, build them out there, right. and
0: then you order them, put them, in the, ship, moving, put them got in the moving, moving truck. truck.
1: Put them in the moving truck. Well, you remember. wouldn't
0: get a very big house if you had to put it in a seventeen foot moving truck. Well,
1: I mean, that's the whole benefit of the tiny house. I yeah. watched a guy on H D T V build one on a ten foot trailer cart.
0: Really? Yeah. Yeah, some of those people are amazing man when they do that stuff. It's 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 nuts what they do with them. So man, my stomach's over here growling. I ain't had no dinner. I haven't either.
1: I was sitting here thinking that's
0: <laughs> uh we're gonna cut this pod this yeah. podcast short so we can go eat. Yep, that's pretty much it.
1: That's all I got. So because you don't want to talk more about cow and Kentucky and oh they play tonight, so we gotta get home anyway. Yeah,
0: I know you want to watch that game. Oh, I'm definitely gonna watch that game. Okay? Mm. So guys. We appreciate you tuning in. Like always, you can find us in all, all the places you listen to your normal podcast. Make sure you share it with your friends and family. Let us know what you think. If you got any questions, reach out to us. We'd love to talk about your questions during our podcast and, and hopefully come up with, with a solid answer for you. So and
1: subscribe. 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 to the uh, podcast. Please so you can do. get, to, get
0: delivered to you every Monday. Yep. It means a lot to us. We appreciate it. So, guys, until next week. See you are you ready to find the home of your dreams look no further than tc realty
1: at tc realty we're dedicated to making your real estate journey seamless and
0: stress-free whether you're buying selling or investing we have the expertise to help you navigate the market and find the perfect property tailored to your needs
1: join our satisfied customers who found the home of their dreams
0: with us don't wait any longer call tc realty today at 502-905-5065 or visit our website tc-realty-ky.com tc realty where we are a better way to buy and sell Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Just follow us on all the social media platforms. Just search TC Realty and be prepared every Monday. We'll drop new episodes in the famous words of Dre. Just chill
1: till the next episode.